0: Before we get started on Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine, we'd like to tell you about the Miracle Moments Luncheon to benefit Easter Seals UCP Port Health. Earfluence, which produces this podcast, is a proud sponsor, and we'd like you to join us May first, twenty twenty four, at eleven thirty Eastern Time at the Hilton Garden Inn in Cary. This event helps raise funds and awareness for the life changing direct services provided to more than forty thousand children, adults, and families living with disabilities, mental health, and substance challenges so they can live their best lives. We'll put more information on Easter Seals and the luncheon in the show notes, but again, that's Wednesday, May 1st at 1130 at the Hilton Garden Inn in Cary, and we hope to see you there.
1: Attention bourbon lovers, are you ready for a taste sensation like no other? Old Raleigh Distillery, recently awarded Best Micro Distillery in the U.S., invites you to experience the art of whiskey blending firsthand. Located just east of Raleigh in downtown Zebulon, the distillery specializes in premium, microbatch bourbon, and limited-release whiskeys. Visit the tasting room Tuesday through Sunday to savor a wide variety of whiskeys, specialty cocktails, wine, and beer. And don't miss a chance to peek behind the curtain with a tour of the blending operation every Saturday and Sunday at 1 and 2 p.m. For more information and to plan your visit, visit oldraleydistillery.com. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Old Raleigh Distillery for exclusive updates and behind-the-scenes content. Old Raleigh Distillery, where every sip tells a story. If you're not from here and don't have these apps, it's challenging.
0: Yeah, it's funny because I try to remember in my mind when that changed. When's the last time you actually saw somebody standing there putting your credit card in?
1: You're listening to Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I'm your host, Gina Stevens. You may know Raleigh Magazine, but what you may not know is how we get our stories. It's all inside baseball. You'd be surprised what people will tell us. RMO is telling stories no one else is telling. So this podcast is where you get the inside access to stories you won't read anywhere else. So let's dive into some of Raleigh Magazine's biggest stories. You know the feeling. Headed downtown for a meeting, dinner, or a festival, what's top of mind? Where will you park? After adding one more parking app too many to my phone or pulling a $100 plus parking ticket off my car, our team investigated and answered the parking puzzle. And Raleigh Magazine editor in chief, Melissa Housem, joins me to talk about what we
0: learned. Well, this is another fun one. Thanks for having me. You know, everything's back, obviously, and people are out and they're they're all over the place taking up all the parking spots. So parking is clearly an issue. It's expensive, supply and demand, obviously, and it's hard to find and apparently really expensive in private lots if you get a ticket. So we had to we had to get to the bottom of this, especially because of this one particular ticket that started it all.
1: Well, it, it started it all, but it started more of a conversation. So starting from the beginning. I got a hundred and twenty-five dollar parking ticket in a private lot across from Draymond Draft. Stop. A hundred and twenty you act like people know that and that's normal. (laughs) A
0: hundred and twenty-five
1: dollars. So I didn't park in a in front of a fire hydrant. I didn't do anything. Right. I parked in a parking lot across from Draymond Draft, one Glenwood behind the hemp store. And I walk out and there's a CVS long ticket. Now, it says $90 discount if paid within 15 days, $60 discount if paid within 30. You get the idea. $30 off if you pay within 60. I didn't have the particular app. I will own this. I get there. It's pouring rain. I normally park in the parking deck at the hotel, but I dashed in. I didn't have the app. So I deserved the ticket. But $125?
0: Yeah, I mean, also, I want to know how many people you think would have read all that fine print, because, you know, thinking back to the moment where you actually got the ticket, and then it was so long, and there was so much information, I Uh, remember you saying, well, I decided to actually read the fine print, because, like, nobody does that, right?
1: Right, well, the $125 (laughs) made me want to read the fine print, because I'm like, there is absolutely no way I'm paying $125. But more importantly, it it really—forget me, but it really started a conversation about parking lots— Parking apps. Yes, yes. Parking tickets. Yes. And what do you have to pay? We found out some interesting stuff.
0: Yeah. So, for starters, I don't think before this moment that me personally, I can't speak for the city, but I never really thought a lot about. So, we're at Raleigh Founded right now and parked outside. That is actually like a city metered spot, right. even though I use the passport app. Right. That is something the city will walk by and give me a ticket for.
1: And it's the city's passport parking is the
0: city. They have a contract with right. the they city. Right, they have a contract but with the city. Can, but they can be used elsewhere, right. too. So we'll get into the apps. But I personally would not have made a differentiation between parking on the street here outside Raleigh Founded versus in the lot across the street, which incidentally you can pay to park in, versus where you parked that you're talking about. It never really occurred to me that, like, they weren't all spots that a meter made, for lack of a better word, if there's a more modern one, right. let me know, would come around and ticket me for and that that ticket ran through the city. Honestly, maybe it's just because I've never gotten a ticket in a private lot. So, that's how this became, like, a, an investigation discovery, basically. Sure. Like, what the hell is going on? And and how how is it this much money? It's not like you parked your car there for four days, you know?
1: And so what we found, which was shocking, was that if I'm the business owner and I own the parking lot, I contract with an app, a service, to basically, I get, as the business owner, the property owner, I can set the time limits, I can set the dollars per hour, I can set the penalty. So that's why they're not consistent.
0: Yes. Because
1: I haven't gotten this same kind of ticket even using the same app in another lot ever.
0: Exactly. We so, talked to the parking manager for the city of Raleigh and he literally called it Wild West style. Yeah. And I think that pretty much sums up what you said. These businesses can do whatever they want essentially with their private property if you want to park on it. And I don't think that's anything that anyone knew before now. Right. I think that you knew that like if you park in this lot, it's this much money. And why are there so many apps that answers that question? They well, can this
1: particular lot. Literally is across Glenwood behind the hemp store at
0: mm-hmm. the corner
1: of Hillsborough and um, Glenwood. Glenwood. Secure Spot is the app. Right. I have that app and I can use it other places. It's $12 an hour to park in that lot.
0: $12 an hour. That's crazy. It is. Yeah. Because the parking deck around the corner is three dollars an hour, or eighteen dollars for twenty four hours. hours. Yeah, right.
1: So it so that's what you don't. A lot of times we're all in a hurry, right? And we're just looking for a parking spot, and we think it's all the same. And you think it's you. You, you think probably the pricing is all the same. Mm-hmm. You just put the apps on your phone,
0: right? No, right. I think that's a fair point because especially if you're used to using passport, you are dealing with the same rates right. because those are the city— Uniform the city contra- Right, exactly. So one of the things that we we tried to figure out was like, okay, so once you get a ticket in one of these private lots, who is in charge of that ticket? Who is Who is going to care if you do or don't pay that ticket? Right. And this is the interesting part, folks— and
1: we're certainly not by any means telling you to make a decision not to pay these parking tickets in private lots. What we will tell you is that the apps do not come after you. All they're doing is collecting the money, setting the time limit, and allowing you to use the app, and then paying the property owner.
0: Basically, what we got was, yes, exactly what she said. The, the lot owners, one lot owner downtown off of Glenwood South from a different lot said they use the Car Park app. And he said, we use this app to monitor and collect payments when our tenants are closed at night and on the weekends. And, of course, it's used for public parking um, for pay. Well, all the apps we talked to said we do not enforce payment with the lots we partner with. So you tell me what that means. Now, we didn't talk to every app on earth, you know, so don't come after us if you find an app that is going to come after you for money. But um, every app we talked to said they don't enforce it they're basically just it's an easy way like that's the way the city manager explained it like it's an easy way for them to monetize you know and have a platform for sure. their parking you know it's actually Annabeth told us an interesting story today about yes. a parking ticket she got do you remember where it was it was which app it was i don't
1: i don't remember which app but she, it was her first parking ticket ever it was on a sunday she did not think that she had to pay on a sunday right because it, with the city with passport You don't have to pay for Sunday. And so it was an honest mistake on her part, not her trying to skirt the rules. And so she messaged them and challenged it. She sure did. (laughs) And said, it's my first parking ticket. I've never done this before. I was misinformed. And they said, forgiven.
0: Yeah, we'll avoid it. And I kind of think that goes in line with this story that, you know, they weren't going to enforce it anyway, probably. But it is really interesting because she also lives in an area, in that general area, where they will come, whoever they is, and tow out of the lots. And so, for me, like, one of my takeaways, which is not actually in the story, is I would be much more worried about what records, and I don't know how they would, like, how they partner with the app— what records they have of, like, your car, for example, if you didn't pay it, where then if you went back to the same lot, if right. they'd be like, no, tow her. Tow her. You know, and we have no way to know if they would do that because none of them wanted to claim any owners. They were all putting it off on each other.
1: But it was clear that the apps don't have any information or any any uh, way to go after you right. to collect the money, and that's not their part of the partnership with the property owner.
0: Yeah, Honk Mobile and Park Mo- Mobile, Say that five times fast. Both said that each parking lot is owned by their own operator, and the operator is responsible for the enforcement. But then, again, we didn't talk to every private lot operator in the city, but the ones we talked to said, no, we're not enforcing the payment of these. So it's interesting. I
1: I will tell you one of the the most challenging—I love passport parking. First of all, I love that app. It's easy to use. It's it's wonderful. I don't want to stand in front of a little kiosk with the sun shining down and you can't see it or reflection— I love that app. What I don't love is pre-pandemic, in an effort to get cars off the street and into decks, they put limitations in place so you can't extend your parking app. So let's say you and I are here. Our parking goes beyond 5 o'clock or goes beyond two hours. We want to extend it in the same street, in the same— You cannot do that. You cannot extend it. They want me to move my car because they want— that parking spot available to someone else.
0: That's unfortunate. You can't even move it in the same zone. right? I Look, I would get on board with this if you're telling me just move my car to another open spot. Yeah, I know, you're rolling your eyes. I feel the same way. But you're telling me I have to go to a different zone, not a different street, right. not a different spot, a different zone.
1: So we're sitting here taping podcasts. We know that it's about when when it's time for it to run out. So we either have the option of letting it expire and taking a chance on a ticket. Yeah, or we stop what we're doing because it's and move move our car however many blocks blocks. away, and to me that's something I get what the city was moving toward.
0: I do, too, because you could camp there for days, and right. that's what they're trying to get away with. They wanted people keep to paying. be able to move right. in and,
1: and for retail to be able to thrive and have people be able to yes. find parking near retail and restaurants. I totally get it. It's just a real inconvenience.
0: And two hours, I think if you're going to do that, I think you should allow one re-up. One re-up. two hours— like Or maybe
1: one a re-up for a half hour or a re-up for another right. hour. It doesn't have to be a complete two hours. But I just think that's something they should revisit because—
0: You know, what's interesting is there's a private lot in Smoky Hollow by um, Five Star, Mm -hmm. and I parked there to go to dinner when we went to go see the Christmas Carol um, in the holidays. We left a car there, and, of course, it ran out during the show. I was able to re-up on that app, whichever app they use, in a private lot for an additional four hours. Oh, secure spot. let me keep racking up at $12 an hour. But what's interesting about that is that the private company— the, the private establishment who you think would not want me to have my car there, they knew I wasn't even there anymore. Right. I asked. They were okay for me to leave my car there and go to another establishment as long as I was paying for the parking versus this idea that, like, you'd rather me just leave because my parking's up.
1: And a trick on this one, so that particular lot I've parked in, and Five Star will validate your parking. If you go in before you set it, they will give you a code if you're parking Oh, there for they did dinner. do
0: that. Mm-hmm. And then I actually freaked out because that code is not re-uppable, right? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, no, I might have screwed myself, and now I can't pay for it, but I didn't figure it out. But that's—you'd think, like, if I owned a restaurant and I had a private lot and I knew you were going to go downtown, I don't want you to leave your car there. I want some right. patron of the restaurant to be able to park there. But no, that's not how they felt. They were like, I don't know. Somebody, a paying person in a lot is a paying person in lot. So it's interesting that the city— And I think what you could be encouraging by giving a two-hour time limit, how many times have you left something because you had to move your car? Never. Okay. Well, maybe because you don't care if you get parking tickets. No, I do care,
1: but I am. I'm I'm funny. If we're getting close to the time that, you know, what's it, 8 to 6, whatever the parking is. Well, yes. So if I'm getting close to
0: that, I might roll the dice. Yes. And you're not going to leave this podcast either, but I guess I mean— I don't know if If it's not a lunch, like a long lunch or something. I'm just going to leave. Right. I'm not going to go find another spot, you know, so.
1: A local icon since 1949 and where Raleigh comes to celebrate, savor, and enjoy. Village District is celebrating 75 years of tradition and taste. You can join the celebration for their 75th anniversary on Saturday, April 20th from 3 to 8 p.m. on Woodburn Road. Enjoy live music, pop-ups, a kid-friendly area, and the launch of their Village 75 Beer, exclusively brewed by Standard Beer and Food. For more event details and other Village District happenings, you can follow Village District on Instagram at shopvillagedistrict, visit their website at shopvillagedistrict.com, or sign up to receive texts by texting the word VILLAGE to 919-701-0202. into the mix of your go-to hot spots with signature craft cocktails and neat pours 12 rotating craft beers and eight rotating fine wines plus cider and bubbles the mix has the perfect pour for everyone take flight with beer wine whiskey mezcal and tequila or not in the spirit craft cannabis gummies and high seltzers also invite sprawl out on the patio Post up on the couch with your laptop on a weekday, catch the big game on multiple TVs, or cozy up in the wine library for an upscale paired tasting. Weekly events keep the good times coming from tastings to live music and more. For the full lineup of events and offerings, visit BottleMix.com. Yes, with two X's, so that's BottleMix.com. And that's the thing. that I agree with you on that. you, It, it is not conducive to letting people spend more hours and yeah. hope that they go from lunch to shopping to a drink or, you know, it, right. it, and let you leave your car where you are. I get they want us to move them in the parking deck, get them off the street. I get that. Yeah. I just think yeah. that ought to be revisited. I do, too. I think, We yeah. should call Marianne. <laughs> We're on it. That's the next steps for this. But let's be clear. If you get a parking ticket from the city— yes. You have 21 days to pay. After 21 days, it goes up $10. I love the way they do this. After 200 days of no payment, they turn it over to the Department of Revenue. Right. And they will take your lottery winnings or your state income tax.
0: Yeah. well, For a I parking think it's, ticket. It's a $20 parking ticket. I know. It's so funny. Yeah. So it's not like collections, though. It's like, it's we're going to get our money. Yeah. So we're going to, you yeah. know, procure money from these other places.
1: And this is funny. If, if you have three or more unpaid tickets—I don't know who does that—after 90 <laughs> days, the city notifies you, and they will boot your car.
0: Or, they, or they'll notify you that you're bootable. That's why I love bootable. that word. <laughs> she
1: loves that word. She goes,
0: "We're bootable. <laughs> We're bootable. Yeah, they don't. So they can. But then, I, then I feel like it's like, what person do you get because you're bootable? When do they decide to boot you? Right. If but, I knew I was bootable, I think
1: I'd pay up my debt. Because can for you imagine sure. coming out of some big meeting with someone or taking oh, someone to dinner or so being on a date and your car being bootable, booted?
0: We also, <laughs> we also asked the city uh, parking manager what apps. He thought were the most verifiable or reliable, I guess. Uh, Passport obviously is the one they contract with. And then Park Mobile, a lot of people might be familiar with, and they are contracted with NC State. What I want to say about both of those is that they aren't. Passport doesn't have anything to do with the city of Raleigh. Right. Park Mobile doesn't have anything to do with NC State. They are just those two entities went into contracts with those apps. Right. And so you'll see them other places too. And
1: it's the same thing with ParkWiz, which. I love so ParkWiz has a uh, contract with PNC Arena, mm-hmm. and so for Kane's games, let's say you don't you, you've got season tickets or you've just got one one game, you can buy a go ahead and buy and reserve spots. You don't have to worry about getting there and there not being parking left. It's, it's a game
0: changer, Listen. and it's
1: twenty five percent less if you buy it before you arrive. Yeah.
0: Gina taught me this this year. I did not know about this app. I didn't know you could do that. It felt like. A whole new world. Well, you use
1: it for concerts.
0: Yeah. I mean, we ended up doing that, too. I mean, but I'd never—I'd always just, like, rolled up and paid. And I don't—like, we've talked about this before. I don't have cash. So this is always been a stress. No. Um, but I didn't know, like, even when we used it for hockey, I didn't know until after that you could use it for a concert. It's amazing. You just pay, and then you roll up, and you have a QR code. and
1: All of these apps that we talked about—because people
0: ask me all the time.
1: I mean, literally, not— a week ago, somebody said, "What app? What parking app should I have on my phone?" So right. I pulled my phone up and I shared the one that I did not have that we learned about was the, park, the car park. Yes. And what's neat about that one was when we started researching it was that if you know that you're coming down to Raleigh Founded, which is where we are, mm-hmm. and you wanted to look ahead and see if there's parking available, yeah, you can look for a lot close by. It will help let you reserve a spot. You, you can
0: compare prices, right? Yeah. Exactly.
1: That one I thought was pretty cool, so I downloaded that. And Honk Mobile. So those are the, you know, we've got in the story, we include six apps that we really think that you will see the most around the city Mm -hmm. and are the most useful, and the ones
0: that the parking manager said to us. So he, yeah, he named two or three, and then we did some research. I do want to add about Honk Mobile that um, they offer prepaid parking credits, like a pack Mm -hmm. of them. I thought that was pretty cool, and they don't actually require the app. I don't have it yet, but you can apparently download and Mm -hmm. do everything with QR codes. And so uh, that's probably based on who's using them, obviously, and then you can just scan it. But not some people love them. Some people don't. Well, I had an experience in that same crazy parking lot.
1: Nice little couple from Tennessee pulled in. Their daughter was getting married at (laughs) the hotel right down the street. They didn't know where to park. And I said, you can't park it without an app. You, he goes, can I just give you money and you pay for me? And I'm like, I can't do that. I mean, so so it is. If you're not from here and don't have these apps, it's challenging.
0: When is the last time, if you think about it, that you saw somebody like picture like Glenwood South and all the the meters, the the new meters, not right. the old ones? Um, when's the last time you actually saw somebody standing there putting your credit card in? No one. Yeah, it's funny because I try to remember in my mind when that changed because these meters have been here, like you said, for a while before COVID, Mm -hmm. and they still have the credit card swipes on them. But, man, they won't read it. You will stand there forever and cuss. (laughs) Yes. So bless the apps, I guess. Do you remember when you used to pick—this used to be what was across from
1: Crank Arm, was that dirt lot, and they had the metal board, and you would find the hole and stick your money through the hole? Do you remember those? Yes.
0: Oh my God, I forgot about that. Yes. It, 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 felt, it felt very perverse, really. <laughs> I mean,
1: there's like this metal board and it's like number 17, 18, 16, you know, whatever. And you find it. I didn't your car. trust
0: it at all.
1: I did. I crammed my $5. <laughs> but that, I mean, think about how quickly we went from that, because that is what was across from the first dram and draft. Oh, God,
0: yeah. So it hasn't and been that long ago. there was one ago. over by Memorial Auditorium. There was one in one of those lots over there. Yep. It was that big yellow board. Mm-hmm. All the, yeah. That's so, crazy. I forgot about
1: those. Okay. Pick up the magazine. Check it out. couple of rapid-fire questions. What do you think is the hardest spot to park in oh, the city? Oh, man. Like, already, go ahead.
0: No. But no. the hardest
1: part, like when you're driving down here, you're thinking, okay, I'm going here. Where Where am I going to park?
0: I I even this. knew you were going to ask me this, and I, I forgot. I'll, I'll tell you. You tell me.
1: I love Person Street, Wilco.
0: Oh, shit. That's a good answer.
1: Going all—Atlantic <laughs> Lounge is one of my favorite places. But if there are three of you meeting there, all the—and those signs, all you've had to do is have one drink, and those signs are like the ones where you can park and where you can't park because of residences. Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: She has bailed on us so many times because I, you can't park anywhere. I circle,
1: and I go, there's nowhere to park, and no I leave.
0: Those, those signs are really confusing, but you're right. I did, I did circle quite a bit the last time we had an event in at Atlantic Lounge because those signs are impossible. I'm like, can I park here or not? But we're not talking about on-person street. We're talking about, like, as right, soon as you right, turn right. on the right. streets. Bloodworth, yeah. going
1: around the block. But there are oh, no
0: that. spots on-person street. They're it, always taken.
1: Right, yeah. exactly. And to me, that is the hardest place in the city. And I That's love that I was there the other night— um, Love that district. Love that whole area. But parking over there is a challenge.
0: I will say that made me think of my old answer, and I don't use this enough now to know if it's still true, but Hillsborough Street used to be similar because of all the residential like across from NC State. It was always impossible to get a spot like right on Hillsborough Street, and then there was so much residential around, and so I'm like, oh, you can go one block, and now you, are, you can no longer go this way or whatever, and you can't turn around. Yeah. so. Whatever. So I imagine with all the businesses there now.
1: There are a lot of pay lots over there. Yeah, now.
0: there's there's a lot more decks and pay lots, but I, yeah, in general that used to be ahead of So
1: what is your parking strategy?
0: My um, like, oh, you know Susan, um, our one of our photographers, Susan's one of my best friends. Um, she's always said that I have parking karma. I'm gonna not have it after this conversation, so I'm gonna knock on wood, but um literally we'll just I always wanna park on the street. I don't know why. I just want to. And I will just pull up and like at the spot in front. And that's just Doris like Day a,
1: parking, as they call it. Yes. I've always heard. Yeah. I I am not a circler. I can guarantee you I could <laughs> circle left. that block for 40 <laughs> minutes and nothing's gonna be available. I am gonna always dash into a lot or a parking deck. Yeah. It just causes me anxiety to circle and look and circle and look and be
0: late. You've actually turned me on that a little bit. I used to not be a parking deck person, but now I have, whenever there's certain sectors of downtown, I know where I want to park. Like if we're going to Dram, mm-hmm. I know exactly what street parking I want. I'll do that one time. Right. And it's if not it's there. not there, then I'll go into yeah. the deck. But if it is there, the price differential is worth that one Oh, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> no, no.
1: Absolutely. I completely agree. It's just the circling and circling and circling yeah.
0: is like, I don't have... Um. will you roll the dice on expired meter? I think I've already answered that. I mean, no. I I feel like I'm like the kid that's always afraid they're going to get in trouble or something. But I mean, yes, in the podcast, I didn't like get up in the middle of this and my meter is definitely expired, but... God, I hope um,
1: they don't listen to this, or we're going to be in trouble. Because <laughs> exactly. it expires every minute. We are not you know at Raleigh Founded. Like, we cannot do this in two hours. So, because we take multiples. And so we are always expired meter by the time we get downstairs. we should say, hey. what's the other location called again? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is as I was turning onto this street. Yeah. Our little meter maid, as you called it, was going the other other direction. I was like, cool. I always set. look
0: to see if I see one because then I'm like, oh, if they were just here, they might not be back a while. <laughs> yeah. I will roll the dice. Yes, you will.
1: <laughs> and so far, it has worked out, except the $125 ticket, which I did pay, and I paid them 15 days, so it was 35 so. But clearly, but still, you will roll
0: the dice. That's what was the impetus for this whole story. I know. <laughs> it
1: was raining. I didn't have the app. I have the app now. So get get the magazine, check out the apps, and drive safely. Yes. Cheers. cheers. This has been Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I hope after hanging out with us, you feel more like a Raleigh Insider. You can find copies of our magazine around town or subscribe for $10 for 10 issues. We'd love it if you gave this podcast a rating and review and share it with your friends. This podcast was edited and produced by Airfluence. I'm Gina Stevens. We'll see you again soon. Want more of Raleigh Magazine in between issues? Visit RaleighMag.com and subscribe to our newsletters. They come out Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Five-minute read keeps you up to date. And especially on Friday, dish on this. Where to eat, where to drink, what to do this weekend. Subscribe for free at RaleighMag.com.